here we go. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to the Moderately Interesting Podcast with my dad and his friend. Go get him, guys. I love that. I also love the microphone setup. So, I mean, this has taken me back a few years, though. You've got a beautiful mic dropped down, but, like, you messed around with your 3D printer, mm-hmm. and it's got the clips all around it. How you? How long did it take you to make this thing? So these were, this big one was about eight hours, and then each, these are parts. So this part, each one of these is a part, and I actually printed the four spokes at the same time, and then the two brackets I printed, so... But I have two printers, so it took less than eight hours because I put all the files in there and let them all go at the same time. So it is amazing to me how much talent other people have. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I've made I've no, made no, no, it no. almost forty years in this life, and I couldn't do anything like. But here's that. the thing, though: like three D printing is so easy because it's like you download these files, you go online, you watch a YouTube video, they have a link to a file, you download that file, put it into some software, download it to a uh, um, a micro SD, stick it into a printer. A 3D printer and hit print and it spits out this crap. It's magic. And, and okay, so here's the thing. Julie makes fun of me about this all the time. I would never have bought this. But, you know, talking about having a uh, podcast, I'm like, we need a shock mount for my mic. Got to do it right. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to have a shock mount. So oh, yeah. do I want to spend like $50 to $100 or just 3D print my own? I'll just 3D print my own. Well, the beauty of this is if anybody ever actually saw us, they would think we knew what we were doing because we have a nice <laughs> microphone stand and it looks professional. I always I always wonder, you know, if there was some type of an apocalyptic situation. Kind of thought about it a lot over the last few years. Like, I'm one of the first to go. I have no skills. I have no skills. <laughs> you have I'm, a voice. You have a voice. That's maybe I could is. try selling some things, but like I would, I'd be the guy trying to sell the red meat that some other real man hunted that I was trying to provide maybe trade goods and services. Listen, That's all I have listen, to offer. Two chickens for your women. Two chickens for your women. <laughs> I can offer relationship building. Um, as far as the hunting and gathering, I know people. I think about that a lot, how there's yeah. just a lot of people that are, are talented. You should probably do Boy Scouts. With, with I did boys. Boy Scouts. No, with the boys. Yeah. Because you'll, re- 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 you'll re-remember how to do a bunch of that I, stuff. Yeah, I made it about till I got my first class. Yeah? I didn't make it to second class. But. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if Charlie's going to keep doing it. Yeah. He's like, so half the time he wants to do it, half the time he doesn't. And it's, it's just like... <laughs> I, I'm kind of I'm kind of learning that in life a lot of the uh, it's about the camaraderie of things, right? It's yeah. about having a community of sorts, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Boy Scouts where you're actually learning things, whether it's playing youth sports or whether you know anything like that, it's about camaraderie. Because mm-hmm. ultimately, when you get into a job or you're getting into like your friend groups, it's about some type of commonality and yeah. how do you yeah. how do you get along with it. So like like, you know, being on a boat during the summertime, you know, yeah. down Lake St. Louis. Like, I yeah. used to be so when I so when I first became a dad, I was so nervous that my kids weren't gonna be interested in something. It's like, oh gosh, well, what are they gonna do if they're not interested? But they you find other things through like mm-hmm. learning what you like and what you don't. Yeah. So I kinda now take it along like, hey, Let's do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Let's see what you like and don't like and learn from that. It's worked out so far, but to your point, that's why I'm really I'm really busy a yeah. lot. Well and yeah, and so am I. And so like that's the kind of the whole point of this podcast is we you and I were talking a few weeks ago, like, you know, we there is a majority of people 
in our community that are moderate and are busy and don't have time for these games. Like, I literally uh, saw videos that these people were making about Julie. Mm. And Julie and I were like, where do they have the time for this? Right. I'm too busy. I think about uh, that a lot. There are, there's a lot of things that I feel like I'd like to dive into, but I'm too busy trying to be where my feet are. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm trying to like coach my kids in sports. I'm trying to make sure I'm at their events. Meanwhile, I'm trying to run a, I don't know, Midwestern sales territory. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's, exactly. there's a lot that's going on. And it's like, I see people that are investing themselves. And I love the fact that there are passionate people investing themselves. But when you invest yourself in a hateful way, mm-hmm. that's what really yeah. makes me nervous because it's like, there's a difference between passion and anger, and sometimes yeah. that gets really, really cloudy. And it makes me nervous sometimes. Oh, it does. It does. And, like, it, it was just amazing how how much time people have to focus on stuff that really is not relevant and not actually focus on actually fixing problems. Like, for me, in my profession, um, if you have a problem with something, please come up with a solution, too. Like, I'm not the answer to everything. And if you've got an, an answer, let's work together and let's, let's, let's come up with this. Instead, it's just like name calling and spinning and just like making stupid videos. And I'm gonna—I mean, literally, they're, they're stupid. I'm sorry. You're, 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 the videos were just dumb. And like, and that well, and, and that's where we got the idea of doing those videos for us. Like when I was like, "Hey, Derek, let's do this video where we're asking questions of Julie of that people have commented about, so that way she can have content and you know people she can answer it truthfully. What? Why are you called Dr. Julie Scott? What is your stance on this? And mm-hmm. that all came from, well, these people are spending their time making dumb content. Right. Sorry, not dumb. Less quality. Misguided. <laughs> Misguided. It, it, but I mean, uh, to be honest, that's their opinion. And You're I'm right. okay with it. Like, I'm okay if people have different opinions. That is 100% Everyone fine. can have an opinion. Absolutely. 100%. But it doesn't mean that your opinion is right. Oh, absolutely. We've lost a lot of sight of that. Mm-hmm. I also think that one of the biggest issues and really anything is people listen to respond they don't listen to understand yes a lot i mean mm-hmm. it can be in business it can be in politics people feel like they have to have a response immediately mm-hmm. people can't just sit and just kind of let it simmer and try to think deeply and say you know what i never thought of it that way because that's a sign of weakness mm-hmm. but it's not a sign of weakness Amongst the people that I choose to associate myself with. And that's why I'm so excited to do this this podcast with you because we're just a couple of, I would say, regular dudes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, we're raising families. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're here in the Midwest. Um, we love our community. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I love my neighbors. I, I love where my feet are. I'm, um, I'm loving this area more and more. I'm not from here. But, like, I when I moved up here, I was like, I don't want to live inside 270. And I found this, the Winsville Lake St. Louis area is just really perfect, really good for me. I just like, I like the people. I like the ability to go where I want to in the city, but then still be able to come home and get on the lake or go mm-hmm. out, go out into the county, go to Augusta, go to Defiance, go to New Melly, go out and have fun, but still have the, you know, the experience and the um, availability of all the big city stuff. So 100%. Big city stuff. It's St. Louis. And, um, you know, and this is, so growing up in this area, you know, born and raised in St. Charles County, mm-hmm. left for seven years, came back to Warren County. It took seven County. years to get a college degree. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hung out in Columbia a little bit longer, took a victory lap, right? Hey, I took a um, Yeah, so, I mean, St. Charles County for 18, 
Boone County for seven, and then I was in Warren County for a decade before I finally made it back in here. But I love growing up in this community or raising my kids in this community because it's very it's very familiar. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. but it's also at a crossroads. It's funny that Wentzville is considered the crossroads of the nation. God, and I think that's the stupidest. <laughs> I hate to say it. Don't worry about. Hey, listen, look, look. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's it a is. crossroads city, mm-hmm. literally and figuratively, which is which is just, okay. Yes, fine. It is it's a crossroads city, but. Come on. But, I'm, but we, it, we truly are at a crossroads between what it used to be and what it can become. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's that, there, that push and pull that all communities experience. And I think we saw a lot of that with this most yeah. recent election. There's, yeah. Change is really, really tough for people. Some people. Some people are more willing to roll with it. Others, it really messes them up. Yeah. And having a change coming out of a period of time over the last two years where there was a lot of change, mm-hmm. people are really wound up. And I'm extremely empathetic to that, that there's really? a lot of people that are like, they didn't have an outlet. They are trying to hold on to the only thing that is keeping them grounded, which may be some type of extreme opinion. Yeah. Um, and maybe what I said earlier about community, the people that they're relating to are also extreme. So that's their outlet. Mm-hmm. But there's... There's a lot of progress in this community, really, really good progress. Mm -hmm. But you've got to have people that are all, you know, you're pulling the same way, but there can be discussion, like, but there's no discussion right now. I feel like it's a lot of like, well, I'm right. Well, I'm right. It's like, hey, you both can be right. Yeah. Let's work through that together. And that's why I'm really excited to do this, because this is this is about a voice for people like you and me that are just trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and we're going to disagree on a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. and I'm looking forward to that. Well, but I want to listen to you. And yeah, and I'll listen to you too. But and you're still wanna, wrong. No, I'm and I want to see. But it's seeking to understand, right? And that, that's why it's really. I'm really, really happy for your wife. I think that is so cool that she has the opportunity to be a voice in a community. Mm-hmm. You know, from an educational perspective, I think that's awesome. Well, and it's it's one of those things like she can actually help guide how. Thousands of students are going to be affected in a positive direction, which is freaking awesome if you really think about it. Like, awesome. She is just uh, so excited to have an opportunity to get in there and say, hey, you know, what are these policies that people are talking about? What are these issues that they're having? Let's dig in here and find out and, and look at it. You know, just because some person, you know, has a right side, right wing opinion mm-hmm. doesn't mean their their argument is valid because they're right winged. But Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about it. Let's talk through these situations and have an adult conversation and an adult discussion on these topics. And so I'm excited that she she's she's really excited. Like I like her and I were talking. This is she hasn't been this excited since she's decided to go back to nurse practitioner school from mm-hmm. being an RN. It's like almost like a, a rejuvenation of herself. She's she's it. got energy. She's crazy because she gets up at five in the morning, but that's that's her. She gets up. She like works on stuff. She works on her business. Um, and then she's working on stuff that she needs to be prepared, prepared for for the board meetings. And so she's got more energy and more, um, you know, just, just fired up about it. So you were asking earlier, what was it like for me? What was it like for you to go through this experience as the husband slash significant other of someone running for the local school board in a time where there's, a, I mean, an unprecedented time of tension and disagreement? What was that like for you? So it was... It was awesome. And, and the reason why I say it was awesome is because Julie has always been 
even when she debated the death penalty back in eighth grade with you. <laughs> seventh. Seventh grade. She's <laughs> always been a person who's been wanting to do what's right and then push the boundaries to make sure people are, are doing that stuff. And so it's been awesome to see her energized and just enthused about something you know, that, that makes her just on fire. I love it. As far as timing and everything, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't bad because even though I don't see eye to eye on her with her on a lot of topics, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of things she and I don't agree on. I mean, that's just, that's just what it is. Left versus right, up versus down. Um, the sky is blue, the sky is gray, whatever. Um, we, I felt it was my job to be supportive of her. And, and this goes to, uh, you know me, um, I do search and rescue. That's something I do pretty much as a volunteer. I do get paid when we get deployed to tornadoes and hurricanes. Well, ever since I've known you, you've been a volunteer firefighter. You've been mm-hmm. doing search and rescue task force. I mean, yeah. that's all volunteer. And, and, it's, it's, and it's volunteering to the community. Like, whatever community I'm in, I try to do something to help volunteer. And so this is her outlet on how to volunteer. Because it's not a paid position. Board members are not paid. Um, it takes time. You'd think they were. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I mean, the way that this went, like, there were a lot of times during her campaign, I was like, is she campaigning for state senate? Like, what I are mean, we doing honestly, here? I mean, this is, this is intense and not for the faint of heart. I'm so proud of her, man. Oh, I'm yeah. proud of the way she handled herself. Yeah. Stuck to her guns and her values. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's and, not, yeah, it was awesome. It was and, awesome and, to see. And so I feel like, you know, the years, I've been doing that for 17 years now, being doing search and rescue. And here lately, I've been training a dog, which takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And so my mentality this whole time was, all right, Julie wants to do this. I'm going to be supportive. I love that. Whatever I can do, I'm going to make her peace. I'm going to do what I can to help her out. I'll be Dr. or Mr. Dr. Julie Scott uh, wearing the t-shirt um, because I know that in September and October when it's hurricane season and a hurricane hits a town in the south and I'm gone for two weeks deployed, she's going to be taking care of the kids and the family because we work together like that. Like this is how, that's, how our, that's how our relationship is. We yeah. work together. Yeah. Even though she's wrong about a lot of stuff. Well, I was like, it's funny. It's funny that you say that. So, like, we haven't really talked a lot about ourselves and like kind of where we go on things. Like, yeah. the, it it's funny because when I hear you and Julie speak, you have you see the same issue, but you can see it in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've always been an individual that's like I look at things like kind of I try to look at them singularly. Mm-hmm. You know, because I have I've had people be like, oh, you must be a left loving Democrat. And it's like, yeah. oh, you must be a right loving, you know, like Republican. I'm like, well, what are we talking about? Yeah. Like, because honestly, but, it's but like it's multifaceted. It's not just black and white. Right. And, and, and what's going on right now? And I was listening to somebody talk about this on a, a talk radio show. Um, it was it's identity politics. It's it's you are being identified by what you believe in one singular moment more than ever more yeah and and you are identified by that moment therefore this a person's opinion is invalid because he believes this one stance on this one thing you know for me uh, personally I I lean more Republican and more conservative um, small government I don't think big government's good that's just something I feel I believe power of the states I believe the Constitution says that. There's a lot of things that back that up. I don't think the federal government needs to be in our business. Uh, Julie will probably argue me, argue with me about some other things, about programs and stuff to help people out. Um, again, you know, helping the better, the, the good of the people. Yep. And, and they're not wrong. Like, both of those opinions are okay, and they balance each other. 
It's not she's an idiot because she thinks that or I'm a dummy because I think that. It's we have different opinions on how we approach. But the goal is the same. Let's better our community. Let's better ourselves. Right. And so, therefore, it's okay to have those views, in my opinion. Yep. It's almost like a negotiation in a way because you've got, as long as you're moving the needle forward in a way, and as long as people understand where we're trying to go, again, you're trying to pull the rope in the same direction, but sometimes it's just there's a little bit more rub. Mm -hmm. I think you said it very eloquently because it's now more than ever, like, being loud is cool. Yeah, being loud gets likes. Being loud gets listened to, which mm -hmm. is why I, we'll see how this goes. But yeah. <laughs> being loud is what gets noticed. Yeah. But being loud doesn't get stuff done. Yeah. Being loud, actually, I would argue, kind of deflects from what you're trying to do. Um, and so I, I'm curious where it's going to go because you have to be vocal, but again, it's listening to respond. Not listening to understand. Correct, and I, and here's my opinion about what happened in this last election season. And I'm not I'm not giving these kind of secrets or anything that's out there. But the people that were the loudest, the ones that were attacking, the ones that were saying stuff, all that did was make people actually go to Julie's page, go to her Facebook page, watch the videos, call her, email her. Like, it all it did was make people interested in. Yeah. Wait a second. They're bashing this woman for having a, a doctorate level degree. Why are they doing that? Let's go find out who this person is. And so for this specific event, I think the loud people drew the wrong attention to her. Yeah. And she got noticed. And and I think unintended consequence. And again, sometimes no publicity or all, what, all publicity is good publicity or something like that. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But um I think in this case, the loud people hindered themselves by bashing because our community was tired of that. They're tired of the way that when you live stream your board meetings and you see the dysfunctional members that are there and listen to that stuff, that rhetoric, you know, it's, it, it almost backfires when you start being loud to match that loudness. Mm. Like it, it just makes the people who are maybe have more common sense able to Get more votes or whatever. Yep. So and the, the again, thing, I, again, hang on. I still don't know how this all happened. Like, like, <laughs> like, all I remember is like we did a lot of talking. We talked to people. We did a lot of videos, and then election day. Like, I don't know how, awesome. like, like, how all this, like, how it turned out. That I way. can imagine it felt like two weeks. I mean, just like how fast it went, or did it feel like two years? Oh man. Um. So at first, it was a lot of like, just I gotta go do this, or I, I'm gonna go meet up with this person and talk to this person. And there was a lot of like strategic stuff and, oh, I got to order signs. But once the PTO meetings happened, mm -hmm. there was a two-week period. Um, it was in January, February-ish, where like the PTO meetings ha were all happening. Like every night she had one or two. And the, at that moment, it was go time. Mm -hmm. Like it was, we got to get this going. We got to talk to people. We got to go see people. They set up coffee houses. They set up bar things yep. they went to talk to they did the town hall i thought that town hall by the way with from the high school i heard i wasn't able to attend that but i heard that those kids did Phenomenal. an unbelievable job like those kids did so well producing it uh asking the right questions they didn't get like you could they there was a list of questions that were being submitted and they didn't go into the weeds they weren't playing this game of Asking stuff like, like, 
who really won the election? Who really won the election? Like, that's not what this is for. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a freaking Winsville School Board of, a, of Directors election. You know, it's ironic. You can learn a lot from watching kids do things. Because some kids, when they're real young, they don't have biases. And you just watch them, how they perform and how they do things and how they interact with people. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was so happy to hear that some of the youth in our community stepped up and put that on. And to your point, did a fantastic yeah. job. Um, They're I, professional, organized. Julie said that they felt that she felt very welcomed there. Uh, it wasn't uncomfortable at all. And they, they had a great time. And that's the kind of stuff that you don't hear about as much because it's not sexy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get likes and clicks. Yep. I loved hearing that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, from somebody who was like, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, even if even if they wouldn't have won the town hall in quotes, you know what I mean? It's like we're getting great questions mm-hmm. that everybody has the opportunity to answer and everybody in the community has an opportunity to listen to. I well, think that's really cool. Well, and, you know, it's it's so like we're in a technological age right now. Like, and I, this, okay, that sounds like I'm so old. Um, <laughs> we're getting there, brother. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. You hit 40 before I did. I'm still in my 30s, my friend. The streets are paved <laughs> in gold in your 40s, Stephen. So, paved in gold. So we are getting to the point uh, technologically where I have a microphone hooked up to a power outlet or a power supply that goes uh, to my iPhone. I'm recording a podcast on my iPhone. I'll edit it on my iPhone and I'll publish it on my iPhone when you were doing radio 10, 15, 20 years ago, 20 years ago? God, it's been that long. Oh, oh, so oh God, it's been we that can, long. We can get into a little bit more of the backstory, <laughs> but no, it's been it's been 15 years, man. I mean, like, 15 years. like, you literally had to go to the station. There was these huge monitors and huge, massive sound boards that you had to work with. Mm-hmm. I have the technology within an iPhone. It's unbelievable. I, I had heard, um, probably a month ago, we were at a... We were at a meeting talking about technology and the evolution of business and things like that. And our kids are going to go through 100 years worth of evolution in the next 30. Mm-hmm. That's how fast this stuff is going with AI and with just the way that we can process information so much mm-hmm. quicker. So the days of like having to wait, it's over. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's, that's part of the adjustment because if you can accept, hey, things are changing, let's figure out the best way to get this done together, mm-hmm. it's a much, I feel, easier way to go through life than trying to hold on to what it was. Because it's, it'll pass you by. Yeah. In, in this community, you can always keep moving west. You can always keep yeah. moving and you can keep the lifestyle of 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of joy being around people that want to see progress and betterment. Yeah. And these kids live streamed a debate for a local school board, which, you know, 15 years ago, you would not have heard about. No. Like, you you, no. you wouldn't have seen that. Because I remember when I, you know, in my high school, of God, 01, when I graduated, they were going around with those camcorders, you know, and trying to take videos and, and mm-hmm. they had to actually edit the film together and, you know, put stuff together in the, in the, uh, the um, what was it, the post-production area. And like it was a big deal. We're here, got a few cameras, we got a live stream, let's hook it up, let's get some mics in there. Yep. Boom. To that point, everybody has a voice. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, that's one of that's one of my things is like I, I, I live my life wanting everyone to have a voice. I, I feel like everybody should have the opportunity to feel as though they are, you know, that they have something to contribute mm-hmm. in any group. 
Now, it doesn't always mean I agree with you, and that's good because mm -hmm. if you're the smartest person in the room, you're probably in the wrong room. You should be able to learn from everybody. Yeah. But because everybody has a voice, everybody has a voice, mm -hmm. right? And I'm a firm believer, you brought up my radio background, being in like the communication background. I've always believed in like the marketplace of ideas. Mm -hmm. I, I'm having a really hard time now trying to understand what that marketplace is because over time, years ago, you throw a, you throw an idea out there and if it's dumb, dumb by the, the, the mass standards, it'll get shot down and you'll be like, that I just don't agree with that at all. But now there's so much, there's so much opportunity to find people mm -hmm. that will agree with you. So what is that marketplace? Everybody has like a marketplace of their own. So what are facts? Facts, like everything can be a fact because facts are just the way that people interpret things. Most, not really though. Facts are facts. Mm -hmm. But wait a second. No, no, no. If you get enough people that are going to agree with you, that's, these are my facts. Well, and you know, that's one of the things that Julie actually talked about during her campaign is that there are ways to discern what are facts and what are people's opinions or people's perceptions of data, which perceptions, reality, however your reality may be wrong. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, you yeah. know, like there's, you know, peer reviewed data, there's evidence-based data. Um, there's statistical data that could be proven left or right. You know, it could be, you know, used to manipulate stuff, but the, having the, having the mindset of the mindset of let's review all this stuff and think about the big picture mm -hmm. and not focus on this one case study from here says this. So it has to be true across the board. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, I, I don't know if we as a society are getting smarter. Let me, words don't come out of my mouth very well. Um, <laughs> We're so, in the right place. <laughs> again, I'm going to say this again. You had like 20 other people that could probably have done this podcast better than me. And, you know, we go to, we go to Mizzou away games with half of those guys, you know, <laughs> right. if Gorman was here, Cooper, Fox, they, they have the talent for this stuff. I just scan people. I, I push, think this is great. I push buttons <laughs> and scan people for a living. That's what I do. Um, but I think like, so where was I going with this? The everyone's able to critically think nowadays, able to critically think through stuff because the rate of technology has changed so fast that you have to keep up, and so everyone's able to come up with a. In a, a and they aren't listening to other people's opinions a whole lot. They're coming up with their own inferences, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so, because of that. You've got inferences that go like this to to the side instead of staying straight down the middle. Mm. They because because they, they have because now they have to think faster, process information. Even when it comes to like their sitcoms or you know choosing restaurants in an area, like they have to process that data quickly to figure out what they want to do. Um, and because of that, we've got people going left and right and off to the side as opposed to staying to what's the truth is. That's a really interesting perspective. I, I agree hundred percent with the speed. Mm -hmm. Like every, everything has to be done right now with urgency. Um, you have to make snap decisions. You have to be first, mm -hmm. right? It, it actually takes a lot of strength and kind of wherewithal with where you stand with your values. I feel like to be able to actually step back and reflect on something before you respond because a lot of people feel like they have to respond right away. I'm, I'm a victim. I'm not a victim of that. That's, that's, 
I do that a lot. I try mm. to respond to text messages immediately so I don't forget about them. Yeah. Because everything is just moving so quickly. But I, it happens in the news media, too. You have to be first. You don't have to be right. You have to be first. You have to be first. And that's that's also a slippery place to go because it wasn't always like that. Yeah. But there, but there's also so many different places that you can get your news now. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just dangerous if you're if it, if the only thing you're worried about is speed. Yeah. Because you'll lose the quality. You may lose some of the truth in the matter. Yeah. You may you can't make a decision if you don't have all the information. You can only make a decision with the information that's in front of you. Yeah. And if it's not verified. But it, but the thing is like, people don't go out and do the fact checking. No. Like they will get fed information and. This is true. Well, how do you know it's true? I got it from a website. And I talked to my buddy. And I talked to my buddy. And he, and he told went, me all about it because he had time to do the research. I mean, that, the peer groups yeah. or the people that you're close to. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, it's groupthink. It's, 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 it's a it's lot group of groupthink. Yep. And, you know, they used back in the day, there used to be mass hangings or whatever, town lynchings. Because <laughs> the whole town got on the same page that this guy's a witch. Burn him. Burn her. <laughs> You know, like, like that's, but that's, that's essentially what these small groups are is I'm so dedicated to my mindset that I can't think and meet other people and talk about perspectives and other people's walks of life. Yeah. You know, and, you know, running for school board, I've met a lot of people who come from different, not me running for school board, sorry. My wife. Well, yeah, well I, I would say we, look, I mean, like, uh, yeah. Julie, Julie ran. Julie ran, but you were. I mean, so were you. You we were. You were by we, her side. We man. helped you her. To... We helped her as much as we could. It was a group effort um, to help the person that's five foot good, like five foot three. <laughs> um, but like, I met a lot of cool people that have different walks of life, mm-hmm. and that's that's okay. You know, they don't have to be your middle aged white person who goes to church and works in healthcare. You know, that's awesome. Like, because they have experiences in life that's valuable. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they are a valuable person just because they're a human being on this earth. You know, and they have different experiences than we do. Which, you know, God, I hope my kids can do this, too, you know. Because my, my growing up is different than what most people's growing ups were. And I look at the world differently than some people. So, and I think that just makes me a better person just a better rounded person in general. It took me a long time to kind of understand that because like I told you, like I haven't lived a whole lot of different places. You know, like I grew up in St. Charles while it was doing something similar to what Wentzville's doing. It was just the massive growth and like, mm-hmm. hey, there's green, put a house on it kind of stuff. Yeah. Moved away to Boone County, went to Mizzou, you know, so met a ton of people from all over mm-hmm. the place at Mizzou. But then I ended up back in the area, right? Yeah. So. It'd be real easy if I didn't choose to seek out other opinions and other experiences and things like that. It'd be real easy just to fall into what I grew up with yeah. and kind of get, get stuck in that. And it, it's, nice to, it's nice to hear how other people see things because I, I, there's been many times where I never would have thought about that. And that's why I'm, I'm passionate about doing this with you, man, because mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be one side or the other. It can be... Hey, like we both want to get here, but like you don't understand. You like you're seeing it through this lens of like this is easy for you because Mm -hmm. you've always had it quote unquote easy. Whereas this person may see it through like single mom, single dad, like growing up, like the hardship and all those kind of things. And Mm -hmm. if I if I don't take the time to listen to that 
one, I don't feel as fulfilled, but two, we'll never get anything done. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think it's really cool that you wanted to do this and you were gracious enough to invite me to tag along on it because Dude. this is this is great, buddy. Dude. Two two dudes. My my buddy. I've known you I do oh two? Oh three? Uh, two or oh three, yeah. That's when that's when that's, you and I met. Well I met Julie in oh one. It was the end of oh one. Yeah, uh, it was oh two, I guess. We started our first date was my birthday. In O two, okay, and okay. so that's when she introduced me to you and all your little group of friends. God, we were that. young. God, so young. <laughs> you, and, you and your frosted tips. I know you say they're natural. They were natural. <laughs> I spent a lot of time outside, and the sun did what it did. Look, made your hair blonde. It really, really. <laughs> and I think back then we were we were doing uh, mixed CDs. We were burning CDs yep. and having college parties and playing wiffle ball at the fire station. Yeah. So, but that was twenty. I mean, like that was twenty years ago. I mean, that yeah. that feels like. It went by really quick. It you did. know what I mean? It but, did. And now we have kids, and now we're, uh, and, and you know we're we're both living. You moved eleven miles or eleven minutes. Sorry, eleven minutes from my mm-hmm. house, which is just, I think, awesome. We we we're in the same community. We care about the same things. You know, we have fun. We let the kids run around. They're out back somewhere running. Yep. <laughs> running around chasing after the beagle. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, like like a little bit about you. So you um, you mentioned you know like you. You and I, what's really cool is you and I grew up differently. And we see the world yeah. very differently. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I so grew a little up, bit about yourself. So, I grew up uh, in Columbia, in a smaller town. Uh, I grew up, I would say, in the church because I was the only one that went to church in my family. Uh, because of my friend. I had a neighbor across the street who uh, invited me to church and I'd go over there and do stuff. So, I had that. But I've got, you know, not the best upbringing. Um I I have a hard time writing emails and reading and uh, writing because um, I didn't have a great. Um, your dad was a school teacher, principal. So my dad was a principal. Your dad was a principal. Yeah. So education was very important in your family and stuff like that. Yeah, it was. Uh, my my dad got his GED. And my mom didn't graduate from ninth grade, mm-hmm. and so their philosophy on life was not education or getting good grades or anything like that. It was a a lot of other stuff. And so um, I had somebody say I'm the dumbest smart person that they know. I, yeah, I had somebody say that because I got my MBA mm-hmm. and I can't write a freaking email <laughs> grammatically <laughs> correct. Um, I actually, in my, in, my MBA, in my actual MBA class, I was taking a, a supply chain management class. Mm-hmm. And the professor came to me after class. He's like, Steven, this is one of the best conceptual conceptual papers ever. I love it because you hit all the points and you know what you're talking about here. But I got to give you a B plus because your grammar sucks. Hey, we all so have our bad. strengths. I'm like, I got a B plus on that paper? <laughs> I wrote it in the back of a car coming back to Kentucky. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm good. I'm fine We all that. have our strengths and our weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, no, my, like, and, and that was the thing. Like, I didn't really realize until I went to, um, to college. Like, I started meeting, like, other people that, like, education, I mean, even, even in a college, mm-hmm. in a secondary and, like, education i didn't even like education wasn't always the thing mm-hmm. you know like so i grew up in saint charles dad was a middle school teacher mom was a fourth grade teacher yeah um, and then my dad became a principal of middle school for years um so yeah it was always about hey let's you can be active you can play as many sports as you want but your grades better be where they're at yeah right and it's funny because a lot of my family went on to be teachers i married a gal who's my in-laws are teachers, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's everywhere. And I, I always thought I was going to go that route. I'm the oldest of three, so I always thought I was going to kind of end up, 
hey, I'll be a teacher. You know, I, I love the profession. Mm -hmm. um, but somewhere along the line, I strayed and thought broadcast would be fun for a little bit and ended up on the sales listen, side making listen, friends for a little bit. For seven years at Mizzou. Buddy. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Was, I mean, we went to, uh, what was the Mizzou station? What was the uh, basement station? The one where we... Oh, KCOU. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we went down there and you like we hung out. And, yeah. Uh, you had Julie... Julie's had more airtime than I had because she <laughs> cut some uh, she cut some stuff with you to, to make some commercials one time. Yeah. I remember like bringing out Mogway to you mm. at Y one oh seven. Yep, and you were in there cutting stuff. You're like, "Hey, Jules, I need I need a female voice. Get over here and say these lines." Yep, and then you made a commercial out of it. Those those seven years those those were so, it was so fun. Yeah, it would like but like I was being paid in fun money, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. You know, and I had to make a choice. It was like, hey, do I keep going this route or do I see what else is out there? And I'm I'm so fortunate that I. You know, was introduced to my now wife by you and Julie. Yeah. Um, because she pushed me to get out of my comfort zone and try something new and kind of get into sales. And mm -hmm. um, I've loved every minute of it, you know, yeah. being able to impact people, impact your family, impact yourself. Um, but yeah, radio was so fun, man. It, it was, was, it was a fun time. It was and a it was, great time to grow up. And it was a good learning experience for you. And uh, I don't know, it, it, I would say like I I'm friends with your friends now like Cooper and Fox we go we go to football games every year yeah the group yeah. goes and um we have a great time mm -hmm. like like everyone's just there to have fun we're all old college friends like it, it you know it it was a fun time and you got to keep and hang on to those relationships yep. so. and I think I think a lot of people have that moment in their life like for me it was radio everybody's got that time in their life where they've got. Those buddies where like you mm -hmm. were drinking the free coffee and you're eating pop tarts because it's all you can afford. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're you're just living that dream and then you eventually grow out of it. Ideally, you can look back on that fondly. Like mm -hmm. I'm I'm fortunate that I'm able to look back on my time doing that fondly because I wasn't run out, laid off, mm -hmm. demoted, like all those things. Like I look back on those seven years, I'm like that was pretty sweet. Well, and I'm the same way with the fire department. You know, I've got a lot of friends that are on that are firefighters up yep. here in St. Louis, back home. And the years I spent with Boone County, um, living at the fire station, those are some of my best friends. And if they called and needed something at the drop yeah. of the hat, I'd go down and help them. Yep. Because those are my guys. And we spent so much time not not just partying and having you know hot tub parties and wiffle ball tournaments in the engine bay. But, <laughs> I mean, for us, we went into fires together. And that's something you just don't have that camaraderie a whole lot. So, yep. um, I think this is real. I'm really – I'm hopeful that this – gives us an opportunity to like as we talk about different things that are going on like you can come from the perspective of helping people you know like mm -hmm. being in the hard stuff with other people and like rescue and like what it means healthcare. like obviously that's a big part of you yeah you know trying to help others for me like i come from like an educational background even though that's not like what i do but like i come from like trying to connect people together and connect ideas and let them flow. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested to see how you and I discuss certain topics that oh, yeah. we come up with. And, and, and as, where that as, goes. as we figure out this podcast, we're going to figure out what we're actually going to do. Um, what we're, you know, we'll have maybe have topics. Who knows? We have a, uh, the notes say intro dive in. That's literally <laughs> what my notes say is what we're doing today. Uh, so we'll have, maybe have some better guidance on some, uh, topics and stuff, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope so. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that will talk. I mean, I'd love to talk to some of these people when things come up. But oh like, yeah, I definitely want to get some people's it, people in here to get some perspectives and, and specifically go into details with with some of those people with like some of the topics. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I honestly would like to get, you know, have you, I'd like to have you interview Julie because I think you do a better job interviewing her. Well, I'm a little bit more, I mean, you're her husband. Exactly. You're, you're more detached <laughs> I'm a little her. bit, yeah. I would but think I, a little if, less If biased. I say something, it's challenging to her, which means I have to do more uh, chores or other stuff on the side, yeah. you know, because I'm, I'm fighting with her at that yeah. point. So you, I think having you in here interviewing Julie it's going to be a great, great... I hope so. I mean, like, I think I just think it's important to just sit down, relax, have some conversations, maybe have a beer from time to time, and just relax. Oh, is this for me? That is for oh, you. Sh- my yeah, bad. That's all good. That's <laughs> all good. Forgot about that, yeah. Hey, I mean, I figured it's, it's our first one. We might as well toast to it, right? And, and see Cheers where it goes. Cheers to the first one. Cheers yep. to the first one. Awesome. So, um, I don't know how long this is. Hopefully, it'll... Uh, I'm at a hundred, at one thousand one hundred and two bars. Okay. So I think we've gone long enough, probably. Sure. Yeah. So we'll edit this and get it out there. So. Cool. Cool. All right, man. All right. Till next time. Till next time. <laughs>